Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to this Speaking from Our Hearts podcast episode Today, I'm joined by Case Paling from the Netherlands, and Case is going to be talking to us about write and rewrite your life story. Case, a very, very warm welcome to you, sir. Thank you, Paul. Happy to be here. And a very interesting title. So, write and rewrite your life story. Yeah. Um, start us off, Case. Give us an insight. I found out it's very important to... Uh to write your life story and to um, not only by my own, own experience, <clears throat> but also by the uh, scientific research. It's a way of um, keeping contact with your <clears throat> with yourself and with the things you're doing, uh, with the plans you make and what you can realize of them. There are many ways you can do that. You can actually write an autobiography, but you can also uh, keep a diary and um, and then do not forget to um, flip some of the pages back and, and see what you wrote last week or last year or 10 years ago to understand more the, your own development and the way you grow. Hmm. That's one part of the story. So what would you say then, Case, to people that say, well, yeah, okay, that sounds, that sounds good, but I don't know where to start. What would you say? The best thing to start is to buy a, a small notebook and uh, take your time to uh, to add a few notes every every day or every week. And it is totally voluntarily. You don't have you don't feel don't feel obliged to do it. Uh, there, there there shouldn't be any stress. Uh, it's a reflective moment, and you put some notes in it. And uh, a week later, you reread your notes and you you smile or you say, oh, that's a good idea. I almost forgot. Hmm. Okay. I suppose the other thing as well, Case, because I've had this conversation with quite a few people. And whilst I personally 100% agree with your uh, focus on writing and rewriting your life story, I know that can be quite difficult for people first setting out. And one of the comments that I've heard quite consistently, Case, is, yeah, but I don't really have anything to say. What would you say about that? Um, <clears throat> I don't think that's true. Uh, you always have something to say, uh, even the, the smaller things. Um, I, I know my father-in-law, he uh, kept uh, notes uh, only about the weather, for, for um, many, many years. Uh, the weather is like this, the weather is like this. Tomorrow, the weather will be better. Or, And it's fun to read. And uh, of course, it would have been nicer if he had wrote down some other things too, but it's, it still is very uh, special to see these notes again. Mm. Um, I also found um, 
a diary, a travel diary of my grandparents. And uh, they traveled through Germany and Switzerland in 1933, which is, uh, well, not almost a century, but long ago. And it's very special to read these notes. So it's, it's something not only for yourself, but it can also even be something for your, your children or your friends or whoever will read it. Yeah, I mean, I really love the context of what you've just shared there, Case, which kind of leads me into my, uh, my, other, my other question, if you like, my other obstruction. I'm deliberately kind of uh, uh, being sort of obstructive here, um, not for the sake of being obstructive, but to reflect questions that, as I say, I've had conversations with them and other people have said to me quite consistently again, Case, yeah, but who wants to hear my story? Um, yes, uh, but they should be more self-confident. And uh, every story has value. Uh, every story adds something to the, the history of, of mankind. And that sounds very big, but uh, it's true. Uh, and even the small stories are important because people can recognize uh, themselves in, in these stories. And uh, you see people struggling with things, if you read diaries. You see things uh, that are repeating, um, things come back and, and problems, and but also ideas. Mm. Um, when people say, well, I don't have anything to say, um, I don't believe that. Uh, I think everybody has some ideas uh, coming um, seemingly from nowhere. And, but you forget these things if you don't write them down. And if you do write them down and you see them a few months, a few years later, then you may uh, think, well, that was a really good idea. I should pick it up again. Mm. Or things that they, you can remind. I, it's not only the beginning of the new year. Every day you can um, say you promise yourself, I want to be... I want to do more like this or more like that. And when you read these notes again, you are reminded, well, yes, I was on, the, on another path and I should continue. I should pick it up again. Yeah, I suppose it's, uh, it's about having the... Um, is it about having the confidence <laughs> to actually pick the pen up and, and start writing on paper? And I think... You know, when we first start out on anything, Case, no matter what it is, whether it's writing or painting or, it, you know, whatever it is, it, it doesn't really matter. The principle's the same, I find, that, hmm, where do I start? And, you know, all that self-talk of the mind, uh, I won't really be very good at this and I don't know what I'm doing. You know, that negativity that creeps in um, that's based on uncertainty. And I suppose when we look at the six human needs and one of them being uncertainty, the only way we can redress that and become more certain is to practice, isn't it? Yes, that's the only way. Um, <clears throat> when, I run, when I have an idea to write a book, I still don't know what the book will really be about, uh, what the, the, the total content will be. You can't. Um, but I, I usually think of a title and then uh, and I imagine a picture with the title and I, I just make it um, on my computer and I print it and I put it on the wall 
and say, okay, that's the book. Well, what would be in it? And then you start thinking about it, even when you do other things, other activities. And then you have to really have to, uh, to carry a notebook because you get ideas. Uh, your mind keeps on thinking about it and they will come up with a lot of ideas. You're more creative than you ever think. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you've said there, Casey, in terms of that, um, you know, creating a story, coming out, coming up with a, uh, a title for a book. Because for me, that's a great metaphor. There's some great learning in that. Because isn't it true that when we do that and when we write, most of us will create a title around what we're going to write around. And I understand that. I mean, we've done it with this, this conversation. Now we've set the tone by saying, we're going to talk about write and rewrite your life story. But isn't the mm -hmm. reality case true that, you know, we, this conversation or whether we're writing a book or life itself, what we set out and what it ends up becoming are usually two different, very different things. And... When we set a title to write a book, because I know a lot of writers work the other way, they go on a voyage of discovery and right at the very end, then they'll put a title to it. And I think, yeah, again, that's, uh, you know, it's a great metaphor for life because isn't it true that within our minds, we as human beings, within our, our vulnerabilities, our frailties, our insecurities, we want to control the situation we want our mind to help us out because of the uncertainty of what life and the world has to offer. We sometimes struggle with that. And that's why we need to control. Uh, it starts from a very, very early age, doesn't it? Um, and obviously your good lady knows quite a lot about this kind of stuff. Um, but that need to control that we have from our very, very first, as, as, from a child. Once we discover that, ah, um, if I cry... I might get comforted and this whole kind of getting in touch with who we are and this this and I keep using the phrase but this control thing so I think there's something I love what you've said there okay because there's something in that in terms of learning for us about okay I want to write this story but isn't the reality that we just pick up the pen and see where it takes us and let our imagination and our wildest dreams take us where it takes takes us and have that faith to know that that will be what that will be rather than imposing ourselves on it and, and actually probably constraining ourselves I mean would you agree with any of that uh, well yes of course it's a uh, you shouldn't be blocked by anything when you start uh, your creative process um, it, it's almost like like mm, well it's not the best metaphor but uh, like daydreaming, when you really want to reflect on things, you can meditate or you can do some <coughs> sorry uh, daydreaming. You let the mind flow and, and let uh, where where it wants to go, and um, you you get all kind of images and ideas uh, you never thought of before, and that's the the, the beautiful part of it. Um, you you don't have control. And uh, you don't need to have because you should be uh, glad to receive all these things because it's all your all the things your mind and your creativity brings uh, these things these gifts to you as a present and you can um, 
you can use it or you can uh, re refuse to use it. But um, when you use it, it can be, you can create beautiful things like books, but like songs, like poems, like everything. Mm. Yeah. It's and also, um, you don't, my wife won't like this, but you don't need a coach to mirror yourself. You can mirror yourself, not only in the mirror in the morning, and well, okay, you don't look too good at the moment when you get, get uh, out of bed, but you can also mirror yourself in your notebooks and you see what you were thinking uh, a week or a month ago, the ideas you had, and uh, you can still pick them up or uh, change it and use it in another way. And the same is for uh, writing a book. And um, you always start with a title, um, even professional writers, they use a, they call it a working title or a work title, mm. because the publisher wants something to, um, to use already in the catalog or whatever. And in the end, they always change it, or most of the times, it's not always uh, the, the end title is the same as the work title, but it's a way of uh, imagining uh, the book coming to life. You see it as a title and it has an image and you, you it, it's in your mind and it works like there. Yeah. Uh, listening to you, you say that uh, case. I mean, I, I seem to be saying this almost on, uh, on most episodes now, uh, but for some reason, the, what came through my mind there as you were speaking was this, um, there's somebody I know, a very successful businessman, wrote a best-selling book called Start Now, Get Perfect Later. And what you said there was about, you know, just start, just start somewhere, pick a pen. Don't, you know, mm -hmm. don't worry that, pick a pen up. Don't worry about that it's, you know, it's going to become a bestseller or not, or that's not, it's, that's not the object, is it? The object is, is to go on that uh, cathartic, and dare I say that healing experience that that writing will give you that creative um, some would say escapism case away from the harsh reality of where we think we are at any given moment in time would do you think that's fair comment well <clears throat> it can be it's uh, um, I don't think you should call it escapism because uh, it can be a real good tool the, the writing itself to change your own life. If you, um, one of the quotes I like best is if you don't like your future, rewrite your past. It's uh, from our life shifts program. And we also use uh, writing as an act <clears throat> to change uh, things you don't like in your life. Um, that's the part of rewriting your life story. And one thing is you can write your life story by a diary or notes or your own autobiography. But there's also a way to rewrite your life story. Um, for instance, if you don't like your life at the moment, you feel stuck, you feel, well, you can't go anywhere with your creativity. Um, you feel down. Um, there is a way to change your life and your life story by rewriting it. it it sounds very cheap and easy but it isn't of course um but we we are always rewriting our life story 
for instance, when you apply for a job, you don't say, uh, I don't come out of bed before 10 or something in your letter. Or um, I'm, I'm really a lazy type. Now you write, uh, I'm very enthusiastic for the job. I want it, I'm, uh, I'm a good leader and I want to do it like this and that and that. So you write your life story. And when you meet a girl for the first time, you don't say, well, I'm not your type and, and I really do a lot of drinking and I don't have a job. No, you say, I like you and I want to be uh, uh, your friend and we can do a lot of nice things. So you write your life story there as well. So actually you are rewriting your life story, reconstructing it every day. So there's nothing wrong in rewriting your life story. And even the bad moments <clears throat> you can rewrite as moments of experience that you come over and you deal with the trauma and with these things, you can even help other people. Yeah. Um, I was just, I was thinking about this word escapism case. Yeah. And my mind went back to a friend uh, of mine, a very, um, very established writer, Janet Groom. And we've done a, a, a previous podcast with Janet and she talks about, her, you know, her, her struggles and, um, being involved and in, in being brought up um, in, in the midst of troubles um, uh, and escapism was her pen and paper because it could take her to another world yes. and that was part of what we know as the cathartic healing process that writing can give us in its many various forms so I kind of in in many respects um, case defend that word if it defends the right um, way of putting it across of escapism because it allows us you know we we have a perception do we not around where our life is at any given moment in time you know we will self-judge we will self-criticize we will self-analyze my lo my life is good my life is bad um, and we'll stick that very kind of binary label on ourselves and it will become a self-fulfilling prophecy and I think this is true for all of us to varying degrees and so to be able to have something that allows us, you know, if one imagines um, that they're in a really dark place, um, and I speak from experience on this one, where with, mm. with my addiction and violence and all the, you know, the stuff that went with my, uh, my life for many years, my escapism case was writing or creativity, usually in sport to express myself or writing. And they were two very contrasting outlets, but that need to express ourselves, that need to be significant, another one of the human needs, um, I think is there for all of us. It manifests in different ways. So I kind of put that back to your case, if I may, around this this word escapism and, and, and ask you for your thoughts on that. Yes, um, <clears throat> I think you're right. Uh, I, I uh, interpreted escapism like um like um yes uh, not really uh trying to change your own situation and i was just pleading for uh, the possibility to use writing as a tool to change your own situation but on the other hand of course you can uh, create another world where you can be yourself or be with um 
anything you create or come up with or imagine um it's like reading a book you um you 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 go into another world when you read a book another story and for a few hours you're out of this world you're somewhere else and that's very of course that's good it's it's relaxing it's uh, it's inspiring and in, in that sense escapism is a, is a good thing of course i agree with you Tell us, um, you've had a couple of books published already, Case, haven't you, around live shift. Tell us about those, if you will. Well, uh, we, um, my wife and I, uh, Ofke, um, we created a, a game, Live Shift, uh, because we saw many, many people were uh, stuck in their lives. And um, there, there is a way... Uh, by a coaching program and of course there are many ways but this is one of the ways to uh, change all that and one part of it was writing but we when we did some international conferences we visited them uh, we met a lot of people who already did some quite radical changes lashes and we thought that these are great stories to collect and to um, bring together in a book. And, and we hope these books will inspire other people uh, to make these life shifts as well, to get a better life and more fulfilled and change the world for the better. So we did one book and we, now we have a lot of stories for the second book, which is also published uh, with a lovely preface by you thank you for that <laughs> thank you and um you were also present in the first book with your own story and these stories are <clears throat> i think uh, quite inspiring and uh, they give hope for everybody that you still can change your life uh, if you want and um, i hope it it, uh, it helps a lot of people mm. I suppose it's that step before that, um, what we're talking about here, Case, is awareness, isn't it? That, I mean, certainly within the work I do, I hear so many people again saying, well, I'd change if only I knew how. And, and, and you know what? The cliche, better the devil, you know. It's it, My life's not good, but it's okay. And I suppose, mm. you know, within writing, it, you know, if we can keep it in the context of writing, um, how do we inspire people to actually pick up that pen and, and you know help them to become aware that there is more, there is better? You know, we all have a responsibility, irrespective of where we are on life's path, to be the best we can be and to contribute uh, to the betterment of the world. Because I think when we, when we, the way I look at things, Keys, and this is only my uh, my own thoughts around it. Um, this beautiful universe, this planet Earth that we live on, it's a bit like if we have a if we run a bed and breakfast place. We we go to somebody's bed and breakfast and we have to pay to stay there for that security, that warmth, that loving environment, that camaraderie, that friendship, whatever it is, food, shelter, meeting the human needs. So we pay for that. There's a price to pay. 
And if you magnify it, you see, this is me now going into my creative streak, and I wish I had my <laughs> pen ready now because I'd write this down. Um, <laughs> but okay, isn't yeah. isn't it the same? Isn't where we live in life? Isn't life one massive, massive bed and breakfast when we live in the universe case? Because do we not have a responsibility then, as a human being, to pay our dues to the universe, to planet Earth, to say, okay? I'm I'm living in your big, 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 massive house called the world, and part of my responsibility is I will pay you. So yeah. I will keep the universe and the planet nice and tidy, and I will be considerate. Um, so I think there's that stage before we, you know, that very first stage of, um, and I'm going to take responsibility for my own behavior in a, in a former life, it's selfishness, where I'm not bothered about any of that. Um, I'll just do what I want to do within what I know best. How do we get people, Case, to pick up that pen and when they really don't want to because they're so engrossed in the, well, what's the point? I don't want to. Um, I'm okay. My life's okay. Leave me alone. Well, it all starts with what you said, um, awareness and some insights and um we need to plant a seed, something, or what others call the end steps. And uh, it starts with a reflective moment. Uh, they don't take uh, a few moments to reflect on their own situation, uh, to reflect on the, on the world or what they can do for other people. And I hope uh, the idea of putting down some notes uh, once a day or once a week is that reflective moment. Um, I, I sometimes give people an, uh, a small notebook um, because the, you, don't, you don't take pen, uh, paper, pe pencil and paper uh, with you if you, if you uh, don't see the, the need for it. But if you are given a small notebook that you can carry with you everywhere, that's the first step. And I just hope they, they will use it. So I sometimes give people a notebook and I say, well, uh, try to use it and write something down. Doesn't matter what, just start. And then sometimes people are inspired and um, stimulated to do that and Months later, I hear from them, well, it, it was a good idea. I did it. And uh, sometimes I, I felt bad when I didn't put down some notes. And um, of course, I say, well, that's not, you don't have to feel like that. But they're happy. They're, they're doing it and they keep doing it. And it helps them to reflect on their own situation and the world. And um, it hope, I hope it's, um, helps them change things. So it starts with small things like um, giving someone a notebook and with a pencil, preferably. Superb. How can people reach out to you, Case? How you know? How can you start people off on this journey if they want to know more? If they're inspired by our conversation and think, yeah, there's something in what these two guys are talking about. Um, there's some curiosity there. Curiosity is a great word, isn't it? I love that word. Um, 
Yeah, I want to know more. How can people reach out to you, Case, and find out more about who you are, the work you do? Um, well, in fact, in fact um, my website is still under construction. I hope it will be uh, there in the beginning next year. But uh, because I want to help people uh, write things down, write their life story or rewrite their life story. But uh, when you Google my name, uh, you can find me on Facebook and on LinkedIn, on Instagram, anywhere. And um, you can see uh, what I've done already, uh, writing books and articles. Um, and there's always a way to reach me. Just Google me. So with Case, just to be clear on that, and these will be in the show notes, Case, we're spelling K-E-E-S, and your surname is Paling, which is P-A-L-I-N-G. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Case, it's been an absolute pleasure. I mean, I've got the, the benefit, obviously, of knowing you and your good lady personally, and I'm very grateful for that. So thank you for being in my life. Thank you for sharing today what you've shared with our listeners and um, it's the last word for you, whatever that, whatever that may be. I'll, you, you pick up the pen, Case, and bring this story to a close with ever, whatever word you want to choose. Well, Paul, uh, thank you very much for this opportunity to, uh, to be on the show. Uh, I wish you um, good luck and, and many, many years with uh, these podcasts. I think you're a great uh, uh, help for many people. And I hope I can be uh, a part of it and, and do my thing with writing and making people enthusiastic about writing their story and rewriting their own story. Superb. Thank you. And as you know, listeners, at this um, this time, I always sign off with, um, with, a, with a saying that no matter what you do in life, always walk your path with heart. But I think in the context of what myself and Case have just been speaking about, um maybe maybe there's a there's a change to be had in in terms of whatever you, you do with in life always write your script with heart and i'll leave that thought with you hearts helping everyone achieve results towards success <laughs>